Today we found out how it was for Amanda having to go to Missouri to pick up her stolen car, which just, man, that sucks so bad. Yeah, what a weird story that whole deal is. Plus, if you were married way before you started dating someone new, would you tell them, even if the marriage meant nothing? You and I didn't agree on this one, would Ooh, Very interesting. A whopper of a trash flash. <laughs> oh, man, that trash flash was insane. It got away from us quickly. Plus, Kelly Jordan, uh, that made no sense. I, I, Well, no, the, maybe it's just me made sense. The conversation afterwards made no sense. Watch yourself. <laughs> All right. You'll see what we're talking about right now on the podcast. Kelly and Wood. What happens if you find something out in a relationship that you feel like you should have been told a lot sooner? Well, that is what our caller wants to know right now. Now, she doesn't want us using her name, mm-hmm. so we will just leave her name out of it okay. because the relationship is still going on. We so, can do that. So what's going on? What did you find out about your new relationship, and why do you feel like maybe it's a red flag? Hey, okay, so I, I've i been dating this guy for a little while, and um, I just found out that he... Uh, when he was young, he was married. Okay. Just for a little while. Like, he was married, um, he was married for, like, four four or five months. Oh, jeez. And, yeah. And I don't even know, I haven't really gotten a lot out of him about it. He's he's pretty embarrassed about it, but I'm worried that that's a red flag. Like, I don't want to get you know, I was getting really serious with him and hoping that this could be, you know, kind of a... A thing? A serious thing? Okay. A, yeah, a serious thing. And then I found that out. And I, it's, I don't know. I think it's a big red flag. And I'm, well, like, putting on the brakes pretty hard. Well, hold up a second, though. How young was he when he got married? He was 19. Okay. Dang. No, this is not a red flag. <laughs> that's three a, months. That's like an annulment or something, I would yeah, think. Yeah, that's maybe. just a dumb 19-year-old right there. That's all that is. How did you find out? Did he tell you? Well, we were out with some of his friends, and um, like somebody mentioned his wife, like you know, his ex-wife or whatever. Oh, I was about to say, there's a big difference right there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's still married. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, they just said, well, you know, I mean, you know, your wife, ex-wife, whatever. And I was like, wait, huh? And then they told me the story. And, um, yeah. But you didn't get any background information from them. You just kind of got, oh, yeah, he was married way back in the day. It was only for a couple of months when he was like 19. Yeah. Now, how would you bring that up? Like, hey, by the way, when I was 19, I got married. It lasted four months. You want to go out on a date? Well, like, how long? How is the proper time? There is no proper time to bring that up. <laughs> how long have you guys? I mean, is this like you say it's a new relationship? What are we talking like one date, two months? What? We've been dating for actually for about that same time. Okay. For about um, almost six months. Now, he hasn't proposed to so, you, has he? No. Okay, because that no. would be a red flag. I, just, I think it is a red flag. <laughs> you, do you, you really? Been, you've been dating him for six months, and he hasn't dropped the hint, oh, yeah, by the way, Wait, way back, I, I did, made a mistake. Did we find out how old they are now? No. Okay, how old are you now? How old is he now? Um, I'm 29. He's 32. Oh, t- dude, this is so long in the past. I wouldn't, no, this, this dude, I wouldn't bring this up either. When do you bring it up? I don't know when. That's why I'm asking. What if he had just the, moved the radio? <laughs> well, this is a good place because our listeners will definitely give you their opinion. Well, that other morning we had, you know, like a marriage counselor listening and was able to weigh in. So there's, there's, don't, don't judge it by us. We're dummies. Right. Don't judge this book by its cover. Smart people feel bad for us and listen. That helps. So, but okay, say this. Say at 19, he had just moved in with a girl for a six month lease. Would you want him to tell you about that? I mean, I mean that's no. I mean, that, but that's different. That's right. not. That, that's different than marriage. Signing a, ma- signing, signing a marriage certificate, getting proposed. You know, proposing, getting proposed. Did they right. have proposing. a big? Did they have a big wedding? See, I don't know. I mean, I don't know any details because he won't really talk about it. He's what? just like it's in the past and it happened. That's and I'm just, embarrassed was there, and blah, 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 blah. Was there a buffet and a DJ <laughs> and Did Kelly Jordan actually DJ this wedding? <laughs> and you know, first dances or was a hey, we went down to the courthouse to get married real quick. That's the defining factor. Can I ask? See, these are the questions that I'm asking, and I'm getting seriously. It's not a big deal. 
I mean, it was obviously a mistake because we were only married for four and a half months. And, I mean, she just, she and I decided that it was a mistake and we went our separate ways and there were no children. So, but no, I've asked, like, I know, but, you know, how long were you engaged? Was it a big wedding? I mean, obviously it wasn't a shotgun wedding, so... Mm -hmm. Was it a pregnancy scare? Was it? I, and I can't. I'm getting nothing. I'm getting like stonewalled. Honestly, and this is just me. I, I've known you for what, like four minutes here. I, it's to me, it yeah, sounds like you're. I'm amazing, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. To, to me, it sounds like you're scared of this relationship. Like it's almost like you're wanting to find something to blow this up. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you like the guy, and this is such a minor thing, yeah, it's a red flag, okay, but if he's a good dude and he's changed, that's so long ago. Yeah. We're talking 13 years, man. I'm not the same person I was 13 years Hell ago. Hell no. Thank God I'm not. Right. And I guarantee our caller, name withdrawn, isn't the same person. I don't know. I I, I mean, maybe keep it in the back of your mind, but if everything's good now, don't don't ruin it over the past. To me, this ain't like a tattoo. This isn't a mistake you have to be hey. reminded of constantly. Hey. I'm saying a bad, okay, a bad tattoo, I should have said. Hey, all right. You keep coming for me over <laughs> here. You get them covered up. This is a mistake. This is a mistake you don't, like, you can just forget about. I, I'm on this dude's side. Like, it was so long. It's been 13 years. He probably never even thinks about it anymore. His friends do. Well, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, friends are knobs. Yeah. But I, yeah. I, man, this. But look, I could be wrong. We have texts coming in that are that are conflicting with what I'm saying and with what Wood's saying. True. So maybe I don't know if anybody wants to call our text. We can find out if this is a red flag. We can go to the smarter people out there. And Texter find right out. here says this something like this similar. It's not the exact situation. That'd be too weird. But okay. similar situation was in their past. Okay. Well, we can get into that next. All right. So name withdrawn, as Wood said. Why don't you keep listening, and we'll get some reactions here to what you're going through, and maybe we can come to a consensus. Okay. Great. All right. Hold on one second. Our, our oh, she just hung up. All right. Let's keep listening. <laughs> I'll learn how to work these phones sooner or later. That's fine. But no, we would. We actually have someone sitting on hold who says that she was married in the past and doesn't tell guys that she dates. Okay. So we got to get her on too and get her take on this. Some good textures rolling in here too. All right, we'll get to all this next. 320-656-9453. That number will work no matter where you're listening. We'll get into this next. The best start to my day. If you were starting to get serious with someone in a relationship but then found out when they were 19, 13 years ago that they were married for four months, would that be a red flag? Would you think about even changing the relationship or would you just chalk it up to kids being kids? And the text rolling in here, some really good ones. I'm going to leave some names out of these, all right? Okay. Because, like this one, I was actually engaged at 19 for a few months. I was young and dumb. Not a red flag, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Other people says, no, it's not a big deal. He was still a kid. But the flip side of it, absolutely. He should have told her, and it's weird that he won't talk about it now. But... We all made embarrassing mistakes before our brains were fully developed. Yes. Wait, Jordan, you, you and this brain thing. Because your brain isn't fully cooked till you're 25. A lot of textures backing up as well. Like uh, this one, 19 years old. His brain was not mature. See? It was a little odd that he wasn't mentioning if it was me, I could work through it if I really cared for the guy. Now, we got a couple people sitting on hold. One says that she was like the flip side of this, where she didn't tell a guy that she was married in the past until way later on. But what do you think? Do you think this is a red flag? Do you think she should run the other way? Is it bad? Probably not good that she didn't realize he was already divorced once. Now, when would you tell someone, like in the dating, like in the dating time frame? When do you think it is a good time to tell someone that you got married? But if only it was like a, a like a couple months married, well, and it was like twelve years ago. Yeah, yeah, no, I'd probably say like fourth or fifth date because that's when it starts to be like, yeah, okay, we're actually going to do this. Dang. But how would you bring it up? That's that's the thing. Like, hey, by the way, I guess you could say, hey, by the way, I just want to tell you, no big deal. <laughs> I was married. <laughs> no biggie. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a little odd. I'd probably probably sit him down and be like, hey, listen, I really want this tour, but before we get serious, I think you should know that in the past this situation happened and this is why, if that affects your opinion of me. You know what another thing is, though? This is one of those things that you would think, like, all right, I really like this person. I don't want them to leave because I was married in the past. So then you let it go and you let it go. And then it goes so long. You're like, well, now I can't bring it up because now we're five months in. Only you. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it's one of those things where if you wait too long, you have to keep it a secret. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's just worse when they find out. 
Yeah. You gotta thread a needle on that. <laughs> oh, but do you think it's do you think it's relationship ending or is it just kind of a hiccup? I think it's something that they gotta look on like why did the relationship end and why did it last so shortly? Yeah. And well, he was 19, I mean. Yeah, now you're starting to bring in all sorts yeah. of problems. 19-year-olds <laughs> make stupid decisions. I get that. Yeah. They, they gotta look and see what led to the divorce and the hasty breakup. That's what the red flag would be, not the fact that they're married and divorced. That's a good point. All right, we appreciate the call. Still a lot of text pouring in on this one. And a lot of texters kind of echoing that. People have been through this themselves. Again, leaving all names out. I'm not trying to put anyone's business out on front street. No, right? man. Uh, no, this is not a red flag. I was married at 21, and that broke up after five months. When people are young like that, plans and life goals change. People themselves change Heck as yeah. you grow up. How about this one? My husband now, he was engaged in the past and didn't tell me about it. It drove a wedge between us for at the start of it, but then I realized, you know what? This is a minimal thing. And that relationship that he had, it wasn't going to work out anyways. People make mistakes, Wood. Maybe not a red flag, but what about a yellow flag? I like that idea. <laughs> so just caution. Uh, other people saying, hey, it was only four months of marriage. He was obviously just young and dumb. Who cares? He was 19. Yeah. It's almost like you're trying to find reasons to be mad. Mm-hmm. Other people, I got engaged at 19 after six weeks, married at 20, divorced after 13 years. Oh, wow. That one lasted a long time. <laughs> I'm learning on my way, and now I have found my best friend, and everything is good. Another one, again, not using any names. I've been married four times. I'm embarrassed about that, and don't share that information right away. Ah, don't be embarrassed. I, you know, at the end of the life day, is hard. Well, in the mistakes you make in your past end up leading you to where you go. Hey, that sounds like something I would say. It does, and I kind of hated myself for saying it, but you but know what I mean. I tell you though, after that second one didn't work out, I'd be like, all right, maybe this just isn't for me. I, maybe I need to stop going back to this well. You just gotta find the right person. That's true. You're, you're, you gotta find the right crazy. All right. <laughs> well, all right. We got someone okay sitting on hold who says that they were the one who hid that the fact that they were married in the past hmm. from the person. Now, what happened? So you hid it from somebody. Yeah, I definitely did. When I was young, I was about like just turned 20 and I got married and it didn't work out. Obviously, you know, that young, it's probably not a good idea. So I understand what's going on. Um, I ended up telling I ended up getting in a new relationship. I didn't tell him that I was married before. So when he asked me to marry him, I did end up coming clean. And uh, he he was a little taken back, but nothing crazy. You know, he kind of understood that, you know, I didn't want to say I'm going to be married twice. You know, that's kind of embarrassing a little bit, Some you know, to make me self-conscious. So I just didn't say anything until then. But we worked through it. We're still together, so I don't think it should be too big of a deal. Yeah, so how long were you married when you were 20? Was it a quick quick marriage? Yeah, it was only like a year and a half. Okay. You know, really, really, yeah, kind of short. You know, we, we just kind of grew up, and when you grow up and change into different people, it, oh, yeah. you know, it makes it difficult. No, I don't think you did anything wrong. I don't, I don't think anything you do in a relationship before you turn the age of 25 should ever have to be called okay. into question. I, I disagree 100%, but okay. <laughs> unless it was just, unless you committed some sort of crime. I say, sounds like somebody's trying to hide some bad juju in their past. Look, I've said how much I hate my 20-year-olds. I hate myself. From age 21 to 30, I hate that guy. We do, too. I, you didn't even know him. I still do. But... I think between 20 and 25, you're going to make some terrible decisions, especially when it comes to love, because you're loving so strongly at that age, you know? Exactly. Are you married mm-hmm. to that guy today? Yeah, we're still married, um, you know, to the to the new guy. So it's all been going well, and it was just a quick, like, little hiccup in the relationship. It wasn't anything too much. Well, hey, all's well that ends well, right? That's right. This is a positive yeah, story exactly. that reinforces what I've said all along. Yeah. Oh, so Be- all you cheaters keep texting in here. No, right? between 20 and 25 <laughs> should be erased. That's it. <laughs> They're not paying any bills. Can I kick them out? That's what we have up today in Better Call Brian as we are joined by Mike Bryant from the law offices of Bradshaw and Bryant. So this came into the Killingwood Instagram page, so I'm going to keep all names out of it. It says, my roommate lost their job, they're no longer paying any of their bills, and everything is landing on me. I'm on the hook for everything, I'm keeping everything going. My question is, 
can I evict this person even though they are signed on the lease because they are not paying anything? Uh, if they're signed on the lease, probably not. Mm. Um, I mean, you know, it depends on what kind of relationship you have with the person. You sit down and talk to them and figure out what's going on. Yeah. But um, big, if they're on the lease, they're on the hook for it too. So theoretically, you could decide I'm moving out, and then they'd go after both of you as far as it goes if you wanted to do that. But I, that's one of those that's tough. I mean, hopefully the lease doesn't last much longer than get out of that cir- circumstance. Mm, so That's tough. You know, It's a mess. Anytime you go into any sort of contract with someone who you're not married with, like mm-hmm. it, it, uh, that could be even worse. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because, I mean, what would suck is obviously this person's doing, you know, kind of doing their part of it and could still reflect that on them. Do they have any sort of protection? Like if they go to the landlord and say, hey, I'm doing what I can, or can the landlord just say, not my problem? They theoretically could go to conciliation court for what they're paying that the other person's supposed to be paying. So so there's some things they could do legally, but but it, it you might be able to go to the landlord and see if the landlord could help you with maybe evicting a person might work so it kind of depend on your relationship to everybody but landlords got you on the hook because your name's on the on the lease now my cousin is a landlord now this is in ohio and honestly she told me that it is really hard to evict someone that's what everybody well, says especially during covid it was really hard to convict people yeah. um or convict it was evict people um so so that made it harder because you wanted to people to stay housed as best they could and so they put moratoriums on um the law has a pro- a process and if you follow the process you can get somebody evicted in Minnesota but it's a process you have to follow and you have to follow it to the law and you have to be you know make sure you get everything covered my friend has a rental property in Minnesota and during covid he couldn't evict somebody and they yeah. destroyed the house mm-hmm. and he couldn't evict them like then they were just tearing apart his house they weren't paying rent what well, just a horrible position to be in yeah i'm so glad i'm broke and can't afford rental properties <laughs> And by the way, Kelly did end up paying his friend back for tearing up that house. <laughs> my, my dad had a house in Colorado that he and I ended up having to clean after some some people. He rented it out. And these people were just, it was unbelievable. It was a, a dad and four kids. Yeah. And while we cleaned it out, throughout the time, drug dealers kept showing up. They were trying to sell drugs to us. Um, we, we found evidence there was a dog and then later on found the dog. Um, oh, and God. found food. It was, the, it, was, it was amazing. Yeah, it was really hard on my dad because the house was really important to him. Yeah. And to me, it was just like it's, a lot of work. It's funny, too, because even if you're renting a place, like who lives like that? I know. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. You'll hear stories of them like wiping feces on the wall. So I, know. I was like, I know. okay, it's a rental property, but damn. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> Being a landlord sounds fun until yeah. all of a sudden you realize there's probably a lot of work on the back end of it. Oh, it can be. Yeah, well, you got to make sure you keep the right people. I mean, my grandfather uh, had apartments that they used to that they rented out in New Mexico and always had great people. It always worked great. So. Some people luck out. Mm. Yeah. All right, well, hopefully this person can get some closure on this one. Too bad for him, man. I'll just keep paying out the lease, I guess. Ugh. And we'll do this again next week when we are joined by Mike Bryant from the law offices of Brad, Sean, Bryant for Better Call Bryant. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news with Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. So if you don't know who Travis Barker is, he is the drummer of Blink-182. I, I mean, probably one of the best drummers in the entire universe. Seems like a genuinely good dude. Mess, hooked up with the Kardashians, believe it right. or not. Right. I try not to hold that against him. Mm-hmm. Even in this story right here, because you're going to find this amazing. So he has a nine-year-old fan. His name is Grayson Roberts. Uh, Grayson Roberts happens to be blind. Um, but So he was having a lemonade stand, and he was doing it. He was This was out in L.A., and somebody uh, posted on their social media that Grayson had this lemonade stand going, but he had no customers. So it went viral. Mm. And the guy who posted, I, I lost his name. It was like Ricky Rocket or something like that, uh, posted that. Not the guy from Headbangers Ball. I was <laughs> <laughs> say, hey, they still hang out, huh? But he has millions of, uh, oh, Charlie Rocket, that's who okay. posted it. And he said, look, this Grayson kid is awesome. He's got a lemonade stand going, but he has nobody coming up to his lemonade stand. Mm. Well, Travis Barker saw this, found out that Grayson was a huge fan of his. So even though he had a show and he had a bunch of stuff going on, he made it a point to get to the Dream Factory where this lemonade stand was going on and met Grayson. Oh, man. Not only did he donate a bunch of money, he gave Grayson some drumsticks because Grayson's a huge fan of his and is a drummer himself and then asked him, if Travis Barker asked Grayson, would you want to do an impromptu jam session with me? Oh, cool. So we got audio of that, and it kind of stings because the microphone keeps feeding back, and you can't really hear Grayson, but he's a huge Stevie Wonder fan, mm. and you can hear them doing a song together here. 
bummer that the mic is feeding back so much. But yeah. anyway, you get the point that they had this impromptu drum session. And uh, Travis Barker said that it was so cool to meet such a young fan who's so inspiring, who even though being blind, can still crush it on the drums and is just still just such a hopeful, happy kid. How cool, man. I know. And what an awesome thing to like just for the rest of your life now, you have this moment where this the best drummer in the world showed up to your lemonade stand. And got to hang out and do what you love with it. Yeah. I think that's so cool. And then after, of course, social media went crazy after Travis Barker showed up. And so then everybody was coming to Grayson's Lemonade Stand. Lead by example, you know what I mean? It's an awesome thing, man. It is so cool to see that stuff. And it's so cool to see celebrities because we just think that they're so busy and that they don't care about anything but themselves. So it's cool, especially someone with a Kardashian. But maybe we got them all wrong. Swings through, does something awesome for someone. This is just a neat story that deserves a lot more attention than it gets. Right. Well, look, we'll do it with our little show here. We'll do the best we can. We got to. A beacon of light in the darkness, my friend. Do our best. All thanks to Audio Video Extremes. This was your happy hour. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. So Chris Hansen sent this in to me. Not the Chris, Han- Chris Hansen you're thinking of. If I say hello. But someone who uh, listens to the show and likes Maybe It's Just Me said, Kelly, I thought this one was interesting. And I never thought about this. If you were to go stand at the geographic north or south pole, you would have the b- ability to travel into tomorrow today and yesterday wow since all 24 time zones converge in that one spot right so if it was your birthday you could celebrate your birthday over three days if you wanted to you could i mean you'd be on the north or south pole so it wouldn't be very fun celebration or miss it totally right you could just totally not have it stay young forever whoa (laughs) like leap year yeah right now if you don't know our engineer who works here tony yeah. Very smart dude. Yeah. Fixes everything in the drop of a hat. Very smart. He lived in Antarctica for a couple months for some work right. expedition. Uh, yeah. What time zone were they in? Well, I'm glad you actually asked that, Wood, because mm-hmm. I actually have an answer to one of your questions, finally. Finally. Whatever country you're from, wherever you're from, that's the time zone that you operate in down there. I'd be a mess if you're working with a bunch of people from all over the place, right? Could be, but they do that, I guess, to to limit confusion. Yeah. Because I, I don't know how... It seems like that would make things more confusing. I have a thought, and I want you guys to entertain this with me for a second. Please. The Earth is a spinning ball, correct? None of us are flat earthers in here. No. Okay. If you were standing at the geographic north or south pole, mm. why wouldn't you be able to feel the Earth rotating? Because it's not moving like that fast. Dude, it's moving at thousands of miles an hour. And you'd be standing at the very center of where it's rotating. Why wouldn't you be able to feel... If I went and stood right where Santa Claus lives on the North Pole. Right. Why can't I feel the Earth rotating beneath me? same reason you can spin a coin in your finger between two spots and the top and bottom don't move. But they do move. No, but it's not moving. How is it not moving? It has to move. Because it has to stay fixed for it to spin. Right, but it's if anything, it would be spinning fastest up at the top. Isn't that what gravity is? No. Like, we're moving so fast, that's why we're stuck to the ground? No. Oh, oh wow. And it's not moving that fast. It's moving fast at the equator. But, right, okay, so if it's moving... That's its fastest spot. If I were to have a ball in my hand right now, mm-hmm. right, and say I was to do some Harlem Globetrotters spinning it on my finger... You couldn't. Right. I, I can't. No, and no. I've always wanted to be able to do that, too. Mm-hmm. Never been able to. Why can't I... Why wouldn't... Just like it's spinning right on my finger, if I went and stood there, why can't I feel the Earth rotating? Because the Earth's so gigantic. But I'm standing at the very pinnacle of where it's rotating. I've answered you six times. You don't like the answer. Because they're all wrong. How how are you spinning something and it's not moving? What in the world is this? We're three of the... Not smartest guys talking about something smart. That's why I'm asking. Why are you asking us? I answered it. You didn't like the answer. Because you gave me four different answers. None of them are correct. No, they're all correct. What's the correct answer? The, I don't know. That's well, why, why are you asking us? I think the correct answer is we live on a flat earth. I don't know. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, see? Kelly's a flat earther. We he, know doesn't want, he doesn't want to admit it, but he actually deep down believes it. <laughs> Doesn't no, he always not... bring up something about flat earth? No, you guys always accuse me of being a flat earther, and I am not. For the record, I am not a flat earther. Well, you keep bringing up points that show they you They have are. some valid points. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> I'm going to a convention on Saturday just gonna, to prove them wrong. I'm going to look that up for tomorrow's Maybe It's Just Me. Why can't you feel the earth rotating if you were standing at Hold the pole? On. You should be able to. Let you me should be spinning Jesus. around at 1,000 miles an hour up there. All right, no. We don't have time. we got to move on. We started this way too late. Maybe you didn't find this one interesting. Oh, my God. We've all gotten dumber. <laughs>
I certainly did. And I'm leaving with more questions and answers after this one. But we'll do it again tomorrow because this is just what we do. This is what we do for a living. (laughs) This is how we feed our families. And sometimes only I find it interesting, and that's okay because. All right, it is now time for Minute to Win It. We are now joined by Brian Riley. Hello, Mm -hmm. sir. Hello, hello. All right, we got 60 seconds to come up with as many things in this category as we can. The last person to get theirs out before the buzzer goes off wins. That's right. What are we doing today, Wood? How about famous blondes? All right. Famous Famous blondes. Blondes. Mm -hmm. That's a tough one. Men are women, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm. As long as we can do both. All right. Did you just look at my list? How dare you? I can't do. I can't read your writing. I can't read your writing when you try to write something for me, let alone when I'm trying to sneak it. <laughs> How dare you, sir? That being said, mm-hmm. are, we, are we ready to go? I am. Brian Riley looks perplexed. I don't know any blondes. Dude, you'll, 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 wait till we start saying something. I bet you'll think of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait. All, All right, right. Here we go. Famous blondes. Minute to win it. Let's go. Carrie Underwood. Dennis Rodman. Pamela Anderson. Ah, crap. All right. Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, aw, she was on my list, too. Britney Spears. Christina Applegate. Christina Aguilera. Oh. I only got three left. <laughs> so. Mark Mark Paul Gosler. Oh, Sugar Ray. Zach Morris. Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray, dude. Oh, he, Eminem. He had blonde tips. Yeah. Eminem had his bleach okay. blonde hair. I'll accept that. Uh, I got to save this. Is, was, is Margot Robbie, is she blonde? I don't think yep, so. Yep, she's she blonde. Was, Margot Robbie. She uh, was in... Barbie. She was in Wolf of Wall Street. How about Elizabeth Shue? Uh, Jessica Simpson. Uh, Dang, did I say all of mine? I did. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. And then there were two. E, um, I'm trying to think of Dolly Parton. Okay. Ooh, good call. She's blonde. How about Farrah Fawcett? Why do we stink at this? Kelly Jordan. He's blonde. I used mm. to have some serious blonde. Jenny McCarthy. Kelly Pickler. She's right there on the board. Kelly Pickler is a famous blonde. Crap! (laughs) She's staring right at you the whole time. Giant head right behind (laughs) Kelly. Man, boy, I fizzled out fast on that one. I thought that was Carrie Underwood for the longest time. You know what? I don't think anyone even said Carrie Underwood. I did, right? That's the first one. Wood Mm -hmm. said Carrie Underwood. That's why I said it, because I thought, oh, right, there's Carrie Underwood. (laughs) (laughs) Nice job. Brian Riley wins today's Minute to Win It. Kelly and Wood. When we talked to Amanda on Friday, it was a very unique why should we talk to you on Monday because her car had been stolen from the Twin Cities. They found it in Missouri. Dang. So she had to drive all the way to Missouri to get, Shelby her, States. <laughs> to get her car back. Well, we got Amanda on the phone with us right now. Amanda, how are you doing? Um, I'm annoyed, but actually, okay. It's, That's good. It's going to be okay. So you drove, yeah, exactly. you drove to Missouri then over the weekend? Yeah. Got to Missouri, um, and as far as, the, you know, like the car, physically, uh, miraculously, the body is just fine. There was a window that was busted out, but it, that can, that's, I'm just going to replace that. Thank you, insurance. Um, there was a bunch of random clothes in the back seat that were 100% not mine. Oh, dang. <laughs> at all. I wonder, kind of creepy, but I wonder if it was the criminals yeah. or if he was on like a, a he or she, I guess, was on like a crime spree. I don't know, but they were. Just, I mean, and it ran the gamut. There was like some kids' clothes, and then there were like some grandma kind of clothes, and then there were like <laughs> some like athletic like workout clothes. I'm like, I don't know who this is, but it was maybe they stole weird. your car and were like driving their family all over the place. They had to pick up Mima and their mm-hmm. kids and everything else, <laughs> running some errands. Yeah, it was just yeah, that was just weird. So. Can I ask um, how many miles they put on the car? I mean, like, this was like 500-some-odd miles away, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, they 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 must have, like, taken a couple of circles because there were about 800 extra miles on the car. little joyride. So they must have, like, zigzagged. <laughs> they, like, yeah. zigzagged their way down to Missouri. If that car could talk, oh, the tales it could tell. Yeah. I mean, and I'm really, really thankful that... I mean, I love getting it back because there were two, um, well, my dad passed away a couple of years ago and he had the hobby of tying, um, flies, like fly fishing. Flies. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so I had done a couple of with him and, um, like I had made them, like I made them under his guidance and they were really kind of cool. 
and I had them like tucked or like like they were hooked up into the um like next to the rear view mirror. Oh, the visor and my my visor. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And so that's what I was most sad about. I'm like, I love my car. You know, it was great. It is a great car. But I was really sad. I'm like, oh, my dad's ties that I, you know, the flies that I tied with them. But they're still there. Oh, that's heavens. I know, totally. So I'm I'm like, yeah, I will fix the window. And I'm going to take it to... um, I like uh, a mechanic because the police did say definitely take it to a place I trust so that they can see if like the airbags have been stolen, which I learned that's a thing. I, I didn't know did that you was know, a thing. There's like this huge market for like, like black market for airbags. I've heard that in a catalytic converter too, like that kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah. He's going to check for that. But, and that one, I kind of had them back in my head, but I'm like airbags stolen. Like, I had no idea. So, Man. well, but so all in all, a, a fairly happy ending. I think so. You got you, yeah. you got your lures back. You got your car back. Now there's just a little bit of a speed bump for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's cre- it feels creepy that someone else was in it, and yeah, I just I just left the clothes with the cops. I'm like, I don't I don't want. But yeah, they're not mine. A eh? and. That's just weird. Whenever so. I whenever I have a car get broken into, that's the weirdest feeling. Is like knowing somebody else was in my car that I don't know rummaging through my stuff. Going through your stuff. A complete stranger. Yeah, it just always oh. feels weird. And they changed my radio stations. Oh. That, that actually just stuck in my craw. <laughs> you better get us back to number one on yeah, that, please. That's right. <laughs> I was like, who do you think you are? So. Well, Amanda, we're so glad that this all turned out good for you, for the most part, anyway. Yeah. And thank you yeah. for calling us and letting us be a part of it. And why should we talk to you on Monday? I'm glad it's pretty much worked out. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Man, it sure is. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Illinois, my friend. Land of Lincoln trash. Oh, my. Well, that's where we are hanging out at 145 in the morning when an officer notices a car blast right through a stop sign. Mm-mm. That's not good. So the officer quickly hit the lights and pulled the car over. Now, this is where this story really starts to pick up. The car is driven by 28-year-old Shatara Mitchell. Now, Mitchell claims, hey, I just got off work. I work over at Lux Showgirls. As you guessed it, that's a gentleman's club. Now, the patrolman was having a little bit of a hard time hearing. That's because Mitchell had the music pumped to 11 and continued to dance in the car as he was trying to talk. She also had droopy eyelids and smelled of alcohol. The officer said, hey, can you do me a favor? Why don't you uh, step on out of here and let's uh, go ahead and get to the bottom of this. Well, sure enough, Mitchell got out and agreed to perform the field sobriety tests. But during one of the tests, Mitchell apparently got overcome by the rhythm (laughs) and said, I need to dance to this song because I really love it and began twerking and dancing instead of doing the old lift the leg in alphabet. There has to be dash cam video of this somewhere. Well, the officer said, all right, you know, this obviously isn't going our way. Why don't we just go ahead and uh, check that blood alcohol content where she checked in at a robust .204, more than twice the legal limit. Now, she said, yeah, I drank two shots of tequila and two shots of vodka at the house before I went to work. Dang. And then when I got to work, I had two double shots of Hennessy (laughs) while working. Yikes. Well, you would think, wow, that's already a wild story, but we're not done. Oh, well, I was ready to start scoring. Mitchell, at that point in time, was then placed in the back of the cop car where she asked the officer, hey... Can you swing me through a fast food restaurant on the way to jail? I'm pretty hungry. When the officers told her no, she said, this is some BS. Are they going to feed me at least at jail? When she was told, yeah, I'm sure they will feed you. Yeah. She was then taken to jail. The story's not done. Holy moly. When they were got her out of the cop car and they were going to fill through all the police work and all the paperwork and processing her, yeah, that's when Mitchell pulled down her crop top, exposing her favorite two friends, and said, 
I'm not taking out these piercings. She was told, hey, put those away. You're not allowed to do that in here. She said, I'd like to see you make me. Well, sure enough, they did cover her up. And she was finally booked into jail. Holy moly. Is there more to the story? Because every time I think it's done, you got something else for me. And that's the end. Lock her up, boys. Oh, yes. All right. So we got right out the gate, blowing through a stop sign. That's trashy. Trashy, man. 150 points on that right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, where, would the, where would the next part be? Oh, now how about not turning down the music when the police are trying exactly. to talk to you? <laughs> That's super trashy. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I'm going to give that 175 points right there. Mm-hmm. Um, being, well, she was drunk driving. That's going to get you 150 right there. Yeah. I, that's just a standard points right there. Mm-hmm. Um, getting out and twerking during a field sobriety test. Seems trashy. Golly, that's trashy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give that 200 points right there. Well, maybe the rhythm did happen. I, but, it you know, very well could have. Still trashy. Plus, you had, okay, how about doing four shots before you go to work? Oh, yeah. Is that trashy, Woods? It seems it's. That's trashy. 175 points on that right there. Mm-hmm. And then throwing two more shots of Hennessy on top of it when you get to work. Doubles as well. Dang. Mm-hmm. That's trashy. Whew. Another 175 on that right there. Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. I want to make sure I got this right. Okay. Uh, pull it down your top while you're being booked. Seems trashy. It's trashy. Mm-hmm. It's 200 points trashy. That's super trashy. All right. So we got that. I'm, just, I'm making sure I'm keeping track of all the Please. points. There. And then say, hey, I'm not taking out these piercings. Oh, wait. Will you run me through a... <laughs> I was in the middle of swallowing there when I. Uh-huh. Will you run me through a fast food restaurant? Making demands of the arresting police officer seems like a trashy thing. Yes, 175 on that. Then say, I'm not taking out these piercings oh after my. pulling your top down. Another 150 points on that. Mm-hmm. Am I missing anything here, Wood? Yes, her blood alcohol content oh. was a .204. So that gets her 204 points. Mm-hmm. All right, so plus 204. Yes. Holy moly. We don't always crack a thousand, but when we do, what it is a celebration. Oh my! And this is a high score right here. Cue the intern house band. I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cat Nigel? I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? <laughs> Wood, get ready for this score. Come on. Today, our woman drinking before work, taking her top off while being booked, earns herself an insane 1,754 points. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our very first break of the morning. We hear about Wood having to do some nasty work at the house. It's gross. <laughs> I don't even know what else we talked about, to be 100% honest with oh, you. Oh, we had a lot. Well, we spent a lot of, of our weekend with each other. Oh, so. we did. And then I, oh, I went to a pepper festival. Which, that was super interesting to talk about. <laughs> You'll hear it all right now in the bonus track. It's our first break of the day. Kelly and Wood. Here we go. Hey, hey, hey get it right. Hey, get it tight. Hey. Just you gotta watch what you say when I'm about to turn these mics on, man. I'm gonna say it. You're being offensive. We can't ruin the facade. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, you know, I, <laughs> I don't. I'm a little bit sleepy today. I gotta be honest with you. Uh, you sound it. I had the worst heartburn I've ever had in my life last night. I will explain why in my only seconds. I I can't wait. Uh, it's oh, it's giving me such a good story because nobody tells a boring story like I do. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yes. Hey! I might be tired, but man, I'll bring the heat. Son. Oh my! No, so I went to this uh, pepper festival in Wisconsin yesterday. <laughs> what? Uh, I, yeah, I, I just got to make sure I hear this. I you went know. to a pepper festival in Wisconsin yesterday. You drove to another state? Yes, for a pepper festival. A pepper festival, as be- in like what you put on your scrambled eggs, or like a growing on the vine pepper. More of what you would put on your scrambled eggs. Oh, now, now you and I worked a lot this weekend. We we saw a lot of each other this weekend. I saw your mug all day Friday, and then for a little bit on Saturday. Big chunk of Saturday. Fun on Saturday. Saturday was a blast. Mm-hmm. I learned that I am terrible at bags. Yes, but either way. So I was a little bit sleepy yesterday, and I mm-hmm. thought, well, maybe we can just kind of kick it around the house. 
And my wife was like, I, I want to go do something. Summer's almost over. Let's get out and do something. The Here's weather, the car, babe. The weather's going to be beautiful. And I was like, oh, I just want to sleep. Like, I'm so tired. But let's do it. Let's hop in the car. Tuscany. Mm-hmm. Pepper Festival. And I, who, I ended... Who, other than your wife, wanted to go to this? <laughs> Oddly enough, there was people there. Uh, okay. There was, there was maybe, I don't know, two, three hundred people there. Get out for pepper. For like a pepper. Cracked pepper. No, not, no. Pepper, like, okay, I thought that you meant, like, it was, it was a lot, there was a lot of hot sauces there. Okay. All right. When you said pepper, I was thinking more of, like, hot sauce. <laughs> hey, here's the cracked pepper stand. <laughs> How many different varieties and, can you have? Yeah. And. <laughs> this is coarse ground. This mm. is fine ground. But no, so we went there and I, I tried a lot of hot sauces and it just, they just didn't sit right. And then, I, like, all last night, I was just like, oh, like, I, I would just get these just burns going through my chest. Sounds like a blast. Oh, it was so fun. And I paid $12 for the world's smallest thing of hot sauce. So <laughs> bummed I didn't get an invite to that. <laughs> Crushed. I was just like, when, I don't know if ever in my life I will be allowed to relax, ever. Like, I, I don't think it's ever going to happen. Now, did you at least sleep in the car and let your wife drive? No. Okay. Well, you know, at this point in time. Besides that, that Volkswagen, you can't even recline the seats more. It's like an airplane seat. It goes back like two inches, and that's about it. Now, you say this, but honestly, I may be living the life of Kelly Jordan what? this upcoming weekend. How come? I've made a huge mistake. A massive. You committed to something. I, I don't pay attention. Everyone knows this. Like, I have people ask me, hey, are you going to be at such and such two weeks from now? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I know what's coming up this week only because of a few women in my life, mm-hmm. right? My wife, obviously. Yes. And Tara Trout, who works here, promotions director. She will literally come up to me and say, "Hey, Dodo Bird, you have to be here and there on this day and that day." On it. Gracias, mi amiga. Now she'll give me the paperwork like two months ahead of time. Be <laughs> yeah. like, write this down in your calendar. Seriously, right now, go into your phone and put it in your calendar. And I'm, okay, and I don't do it. I'm on it. I'm on it, Tara. She then makes sure I'm where I'm supposed to be. Now my wife the other day is jabbering on from the other room. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I was doing. Probably I, something you should have been paying attention to. Probably. And she's like, we're going to go do this with Sean and Sarah, family friends. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I like Sean. Good deal. Thumbs up. Lock it in. Yeah. I'm all in, babe. My wife and his wife have planned this summer of wood festivity to blast off at the end of the summer, right? What is it? We're going uh, to like a... Uh, a water park, okay. and then there's also like a uh, uh, what's the amusement park? Okay, there's a lot of things. <laughs> Again, I didn't pay much attention, but they said the weekend, and I'm like, yeah, that's fine. College football starts this weekend. Oh no! Now Ohio State does not start, so that's a very big important. Because that would have been a deal breaker. Like you would have shut the whole weekend down. I, I wouldn't have cared. I said I'm yeah. not going. But there is some college football on this weekend, and I have punched my ticket. To do family crap the entire weekend. I am I, I I am beside myself shocked that you would schedule anything during football season. Now, I have told my wife, at some point in time, daddy's going to watch football. Well, right. And you, I don't care. Yeah. And honestly, I think my wife is just more excited that I'm actually going to show up to this. Yeah. That she said, okay, because, she's fine. Because you've let her down in so many other things? Well, and she knows that, look, there's only so much. I watched football the day of my wedding. Yeah. Like, I got married in Las Vegas, college football all day. The morning of my wedding was literally us and my boys all at the sports book watching football. Yeah. Now, they all got drunk. Right. And That's we were, what you're supposed to do. And, and football <laughs> in, in the, on the West Coast starts at like 8 a.m. So my friends were hammered by noon. <laughs> what time was the ceremony? Uh, it was like 5 o'clock oh, Pacific man. time. Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. There were some, there were some stumbles. That's, that's a, fun. We got it done. Yeah. So, I mean. It's important to you. Looking back on it, maybe I should start paying attention when people talk to me, but that seems like a lot more work. The only times that I see you come in feeling like I feel today without any sleep is during football season. And it's starting up here. Yeah. And you'll be like, the game didn't come on till 10 last night or whatever it is. Yeah. When it, daddy's got a little money on the late game. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. You know what? It's that time of year. I have been saving up my sleep, much like a squirrel. 
you know, stocking it away. Exactly. That's what I've been doing with sleep. I mean, it's no pepper festival, but no. it sounds like it might be a good time. No. <laughs> so the only thing you did bring back from driving to another state for a pepper festival was a little thing of hot sauce and heartburn. But my heartburn is insane. Like even this morning, still, my I have terrible heartburn right now. I woke up; it was the first thought that went through my head. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this hurts so bad." I don't know if I've ever had heartburn. Oh. Or if I've ever had it, it's never been to like this extent. I rarely ever get I guess I'm getting older. Things aren't working like they should. My body can't handle the heat. The bloom of the rose. And I was just like, oh, and like all night I was just waking up. Oh, it was terrible. Ooh, that yeah. does not sound good. Now, my wife had to go to urgent care last night. For heartburn? No, no, oh. no, no. She had a nasty, we have a little creek in our backyard. Yeah. And the kids were playing in. They're like, mom, come look. And she had a nasty slip. I thought oh. she broke her wrist. Oh, gosh. Yeah, her hand was all swollen. And I, now you tell me, am I a bad husband? Because I was like, look, you go to urgent care. I'll stay here. I'll get the kids washed up, get them all ready for bed. And you just go. I don't know. I- what, 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 what? You can drive. Right. Then it's probably. Do you want me? Do you, do you want me just to go there to open your doors? You know, <laughs> I probably would have done the same thing. I would have gotten in trouble for it though. Well, my wife was like, "No, I you go. I like I will just go. You stay here, get the kids ready for bed. You know, we'll, we'll, I'm fine on my own." But my brother even texted, "Like you didn't go? No, no. What's the problem here?" I, I guess what were you gonna do? But sit there. Thank you. And you don't want the kids sitting in urgent care for hours on end. Right. You know, that'd be worse. Yeah. Well, at least they'd be close if I karate chopped one of them right <laughs> on the top of the head. But that's just me as a parent. Wood, how was your weekend, man? Now, I had something that totally set me off yesterday. Okay. Now, my son has that's- one real chore in my house. Okay. That he knows every day he's got to get up and handle. It's the dishes. Beautiful. You would think. Right. I love my boy to death. But this numb nuts is literally not washing anything as he puts it in the dishwasher. So just going in there full of food and... Might as well. Baked on, caked on, grease. Full on like T-bone bones <laughs> going in here. And it, what happens, and I figured out his scheme here. It's almost a chip off the old block. Is because what happens, he'll open the dishwasher. There's obviously still food all over everything. Yeah. Didn't wash it. Gotta wash it again. Yeah. Closes it up. Off he goes. He has two more hours of freedom. He doesn't have to unload it then. So what happens? Smart kid. More dishes start to back up in the sink. So yesterday, I was ready to cook a fantastic dinner. Are you ready for this? Let me hear it. Parmesan risotto with roasted shrimp. Man, your wife is a lucky lady. Right. You're a good cook, too. I've always said you're a good cook. I couldn't do it, though, because there were dishes everywhere. Mm -hmm. I won't lie to you. I, I'm 100% honest on this show. Yes. I lost it a little bit. No. I, I, I know. It's you? rare. It's so rare. You over something so small and petty? I started yelling and screaming, right? I started losing my mind because the dishes were piled up in the sink. I'm trying to wash some things by hand. For some reason, the sink is now backing up. Mm-hmm. It's halfway full of water amongst all the dirty dishes, and there's lettuce and stuff in there. Gross. Hit the disposal. Let's go. I snapped. And my wife comes over. She's trying to intervene a little bit. Like, can I just step in? No. No. I swear to Andrea. Don't and you try and solve this. I said, you can't turn on the garbage disposal. I guarantee you there's something in there. No, it's fine. Just let me. Hits it. I hear something. I was like. Serenity now. And you're already in the red. Oh, I'm no, I'm I'm past it. Oh, purple. Yeah. Yeah. We're at, we're at full on volcano eruption. Like, the dog has left the room. Everybody knows that I've snapped. Serenity now! I'm losing my mind, right? So, sure enough, the water starts to go down a little bit. I'm I'm going through this like an anthropologist. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, as I'm throwing things out, I'm like, he does nothing. You know, I I clothe, I feed, everyone's got internet. I'm just going down the laundry list of things I've provided for my family. Yet, here I am. Doing my own dishes. Right. And I get down there, and sure enough, there's a knife broken in half. In the disposal. Well, no, like the the, the handle part is laying on the sink. I'm like, oh. well, obviously we know where the rest of the knife is here. Yeah. I have to then pull everything out and put my hand in the garbage disposal. Now, I won't lie to you, I'm scared of like four things in life. Mm-hmm. Spiders, this, yeah. a couple other things. <laughs> Dolls. You know, I, I got a Clowns. little bit of a list here. Yeah, clowns are on there. Maybe it's more than four. But anyways, 
And like Everett comes walking up and I said, hey, take four steps back because the garbage disposal switch is underneath me. Right. No way. No, 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 no. I like take 10 steps back. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> pulling. I'm. Ugh. Oh, it's the worst. Oh, like all the food is wet. I'm trying to use my eye to like look where this little part of this broken knife oh, is. Oh, that sucks. And I, I'm. If I could have bottled my rage and used it for, you know, clean energy, this entire planet could have run for two months. You know what's even worse is when a shot glass will fall in there and the glass shatters. That's even worse. That has literally never happened to me, but it sounds awful. Yeah. What do you do at that point in time? Just vacuum it out? Well, you got to get the glass out. Get a wet vac? Yeah. I, I But luckily, I was able to get it. Of course, I pull it out, and it's not the rest. There's still other parts of the oh. knife in there. And... Everything I'm pulling out is just sending my my rage even hotter. Yeah, but you know what? I've turned over a new leaf. I'm a better when? me. When now did I yell and scream for 15 minutes? Yes, but you flare up and then burn out. That's what I'm saying. Did yeah. I maybe possibly make some accusations and threats? Yes. Did you, I tell certain people to move out oh, and so never you, come back? Were you packing his bags? Yes, but you know what? We got it all said and done, but I'm telling you, touching wet food, and my, my kids have told me before, like, this is the reason they don't like doing dishes, and I tell them, tough noogies. My daughter says that. Like, I don't like wet food. Neither do I, but there I am, Who elbow does? deep in it. Can I tell you what's even worse than that? It, it has to do with garbage disposal. I'm listening. Having to do it at a stranger's apartment. Gross. Disgusting. When I did apartment maintenance for a while, because I went to school for HVAC. The rumor which, is. Which meant I knew how to fix a lot of small appliances. Because kind of, the two go hand in hand. I was about to say, how is this? <laughs> it's all electricity. <laughs> you wouldn't even... You wouldn't even did you, if you went to school for HVAC, we could have this conversation. But a lot you, of heat coming off that garbage disposal? You didn't. So, mm-hmm. But I, I did apartment maintenance, and a lot of times people would put stuff down the disposal. Like they would just dump out a fish tank in the sink or something. Gross. Pe- pebbles and everything. And then they don't call you until... It's, it's been blocked up for yeah. a very long time. Yeah. And then I would have to go into a stranger's home and clean out their garbage. A lot of times I would just replace it because yeah. it was just easier than have. But still disconnecting one that hasn't been used in a month. Oh, oh no. No. So I feel your pain, brother. I don't mind doing it at my own house, but in somebody else's house, hell no. And my hands are so massive. Like look out! Look at look how gigantic these that claws are. That's a big. It barely gets down in there. So once right. it gets down in there, like I feel like if I start to like even like, you know, make a fist, yeah. you get stuck and you start to panic. You're like, oh, oh, man. Oh. <laughs> well, an- another time I was doing maintenance and a woman went to go turn. I had my hand in her disposal mm-hmm. and she was gonna go flip it on to show me that it wasn't working. Oh, I killed her. Oh my god! I had to go home that day, dude. I was so frazzled after that. That and when a furnace blew up in my face one time were the only two times I was like, I, I need a I need a beat. If someone acts like they're going to turn on the garbage disposal and your hands in it, you should legally be allowed to kick them in the face. It's not even funny. Yeah. I, I don't play those games. Donkey kick. Like, if I'd be on the jury and, be like, and then he kicked her in the face, I'm like, bang, not guilty. Let's go home. Everybody, trial's over. Now, you don't even have to get the lunch orders for everybody. We're it's going done. home. But that's how I live my life. Well, I'm glad that you got it fixed, man. Yeah, it did. but that was it. I was able to pull out all the little shards of the knife. Gave everyone the evil eye. Right. And I told my son, I was like, I swear to God, boy, I, I've showed you how to do the dishes. You know how to do the dishes. Did, did dinner end up getting made? Of course. Okay. It was delicious. I'm sure it was delectable. It's fantastic. Right. <laughs> Even my wife said, there's, like, she's got her broken hand and everything. And I'm just yeah. like, eat up. <laughs> I can't cut my food. I was like, well, I'm take big bites, babe. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> Daddy made a good dinner. <laughs> Should we do some history, my friend? Come on. Come on. Let's go. It was on this day. Back in 1959, Hawaii becomes an official United States state. The 50th one, that is. And not everyone thrilled with that, by the way. Right. I I just watched a documentary about that when Alaska became a part of the United States and then when Hawaii did. 
and they didn't really want to. Uh, yeah, I mean, like Hawaiian culture is very specific. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, like they were in their own country and everything. Yeah, there are little pockets that, like, no, we want to stay Hawaii. And of course, if you ever been to Hawaii, you know that they take their culture, all that stuff, incredibly serious. It's very cool to see. Yeah, and man, I just still some of those videos coming out with the wildfires and everything. Just- oh man, incredible! I had a friend who uh, ran a restaurant in Hawaii, and he was saying that they really don't like. Like a lot of times, they really don't like white people there. Like they, mm. they still look at it. You know, they still harbor a grudge towards us. Well, the tourism aspect too. Right. I mean, like on some of those islands where there's just so many people, you you could understand. Like, hey, this used to be like a quiet little town, right? And now people just roll in and roll out. Especially if people come in and treat it like crap. I'm sure there's a lot too. Yeah. Uh, on this day in 1987, one of my favorite movies. Nobody puts baby in a corner. The movie Dirty Dancing starring Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey premieres back in 1987. I love that movie. Never seen it. It's been on TV a lot lately, one of these free channels that I get with my antenna. Mm-hmm. It seems to play like every four hours it's on. So I've watched it. I watched it like three times over the weekend. Now, my mom watched it so many times when I was a kid. Yeah. I've probably seen it all. Right. But I've never once, these butt cheeks have never hit a chair in front of that movie. And I still can uh, identify many lines from it. So right, eh. it's a it's a classic. Because what he's a bum. No, he's not a bum. And John, he, Johnny Castle is a dance instructor in oh. the Catskills. I it's thought a, he was like a homeless bum who wandered into like this like no, Martha's he's Vineyard. A, he's from the wrong side of the tracks. He's definitely from the streets. Mm-hmm. But he's found himself now catapulted into all these rich people. At the in the Catskills, and mom and dad are against him or the daughter marrying. Yes, because because Jennifer Grey, baby, Mm -hmm. her dad's a doctor, and he looks at Johnny Castle as just a nobody, a loser, if you will. Is her nickname baby, or he actually name her baby? Her real name is. I'll give you a. I'll give you a million dollars if you know what her real name. I I literally just asked you, so I don't know. (laughs) Her actual name is Francis. Oh, yeah. In the movie, but she goes by baby. I know a lot about this movie, dude. Yeah. I, it's like I said, I watched it three times over the weekend. Woof. <laughs> and it was on this day in 2007. And I remember I grabbed a knife. I do remember that portion, taking a knife from Charlie. And to be honest, after that, I don't remember. Except I'm standing there and there's all kind of stuff around. And um, So is he literally um, admitting to the murder right here? He has like four different times. So uh, the reason I bring this up is because in 2007, Barnes and Noble said that they would not stock OJ's book if I did it. Because mm-hmm. his book, if I did it, he literally describes what happened. Yeah, like if I did it, I would do it exactly like how I did it the first time. I pretty much. I, I don't get that. Why would he's going he, to he can never be tried for it again? He could literally come out and say I did it and right. not be tried for it again. But couldn't they try him for something else related to that? Or couldn't, can't they do something like that? Now, this is a great question. We have Mike Bryan coming up later on today. But he never testified. So he couldn't be hit with like perjury or something for lying under oath. Okay. So they couldn't even get him for that. Now, he lost in civil court because everyone else was like, yeah, everyone. <laughs> like, dude, he literally wrote a book saying he did it. And even like now, everyone's like, yeah, well, we kind of know he did it. But mm, yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, and then let's do some birthdays real quick. Come on now. One of my favorites celebrating a birthday today. Just Musgraves. Now this, by the way, one of my favorite country songs. Is it really? What is just a cool jam. Oh yeah. She is so cute too. And I think she's, I'm going to say she's like mid 30s. I'm going to say she's 34 today. You are uh, close, my friend. Close enough to get the, hey now. She's 35. Come on. I really thought she was going to do bigger things. Like, she had that rainbow song that was huge. Mm-hmm. I really thought that she was going to, but she just kind of faded there for a while. Don't know what happened. She's huge in Texas, though. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today. Here we go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm the punky QB known as McMahon. When I hit the turf, I've got no plan. I just throw my body all over the field. I can't dance, but I can throw the field. I motivate the cats I like to tease. I play so cool, I aim to please. That's why you all got here on the double to catch me doing the Super Bowl shuffle. All right. Jim McMahon, it's his birthday today. Now, you want to know a crazy fact? Hmm. I have read Jim McMahon's 
autobiography yeah. like four times. Really? I had the book as a kid, read it, loved it. Yeah. And his story is crazy because like he went to BYU, Brigham Young in University, yeah. which is Mormon as all get out. Yep. Like you're not even allowed to have like soda on the campus. And this dude was out there partying his rear end off. Right. And I just wild story. I watched, I think it was like a 30 for 30 about the, like, whatever year the Bears were just. The 85 Bears? Yeah, I I think I watched it. And it was so interesting because I remember that so well. Yeah. Like the Bears were, I mean, the Super Bowl shuffle, like, yeah, it sounds corny as all get out now. Uh But when we were kids, we were like, oh my God, this is cool. Well, and they put this out before they won the Super Bowl, saying they were going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. It was one of the great call your shots and then went and did it. And he was like the perfect quarterback for that team. He's going to be like 65 today. Oh, close, but not quite dead on. He is the ripe old age of 64 today. Dang. So you're close, though, my friend. You said 65, right? 64. Oh, you no, said- yeah, I said 65. 65. You said 64, right? Yes. Yes. All right. Let's get, get it right. Get it right. We got to get our facts straight here. I thought you were, Is there no one else on the birthday? Uh, who else? Did you I, thought me- you were, I thought you had another sports one today. I actually saw it on Twitter when I got up this morning. Today's uh, Usain Bolt's birthday. Oh, okay. I just I didn't do him. I didn't know if anybody would know. Oh man. Okay. I'm sorry, man. Fastest man on earth. I think it's hilarious because like everyone's taking the Olympics super seriously, right? Yes. Because you get there, you've got one shot for the next four years to like do what you do, and Usain Bolt's out there goofing off with everybody. Yeah. And he like plays all these games, and then he gets up and he's like, "Okay, time to run." Boom! Fastest man on the planet. Well, how it old is, is he? Wild to see. He's got to be like thirty six. I will tell you in just a minute. Yeah, you're, uh, right on that one. And there. how much faster he was than literally everyone else. And these guys are drug tested to the ninth. How old did you say? I said thirty six. Ah, you're one off again. <sighs> He's the ripe old age of thirty seven today. And I bet you he can still probably give it to everybody else on the planet when it came to running. Uh, of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well. 